Hi, this is Brett and welcome to Optimize. On today's episode, I want to talk about how you handle a crisis in your business. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do in too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram and welcome to Optimize. Okay, so as an entrepreneur, no matter how long you've been in business, no matter how old you are, how young you are, how much experience you have, how much capital you've got, business is business. And so at some point, you will encounter something that causes you to question basically everything, causes you to panic, causes you to worry, and not know whether or not what you're currently doing is going to work, whether or not you're going to be able to continue doing it. And so the question is, when you run into a problem of that sort of magnitude, what do you do? How do you, how do you handle that in a way where it doesn't defeat you, but it makes you stronger, makes your company stronger and keep, and you're able to keep going. So one of my, uh, one of the greatest sort of illustrations of this problem in a real world setting um, comes from the movie Apollo 13. And so in Apollo 13, it's actually the, the, the dramatic story, but the true story of the Apollo 13 astronauts and how when they were launched into space, there was a malfunction in one of the parts. And so they were never able to land on the moon and in fact had to try to return to Earth safely. And when you see everything that happens at Mission Control, the panic that these people go through when they realize that logically, um, statistically, it doesn't look possible that these astronauts are ever going to be able to make it back to Earth. There are so many things against them. So many things go wrong. You know, the, the rocket boosters fail and the carbon dioxide level keeps rising. And there, there are so many problems that it becomes really literally a fight for survival. And you have these hundreds of people at Mission Control all working together, trying to find a way to get these astronauts back home. And so, you know, I, I liken that to sort of a business problem in the sense that while it isn't certainly life or death, um, we can feel that way because your business is sort of in some ways, you know, your baby, your child. You feel... Um, very close to it, and you feel very emotionally attached to it, as well you should. And so when something is not going right, it's very difficult sometimes because we don't have the ability to just be analytical about it. We are also emotionally tied to it. And then there's all the other ramifications that go along with it as well in terms of our own, you know, psychological well-being about, you know, our feelings of of you know success and our own pride and our ability to do things and our egos and everything else and so I know um, you know one of the the, the major um, issues that I came up against um, years ago is I was in the in the process of you know doing the same thing that I had always done and it was reliably producing income for the company and so I was at a point where I felt pretty comfortable. You know, not um, over the moon, but I but I was comfortable. I felt very safe and secure in the methods that I was using, and I felt good about the way I had sort of I felt climbed up 
from the very bottom of the start to a point where I was self-sufficient and I had a, you know, a going business that was generating a good amount of profit. And then an industry uh, you know, event took place where there was a big crackdown on the entire industry that I was working in. And so um, the whole promotional method that I was using pretty much dried up overnight. And so I was in a, you know, a crisis moment where, you know, I, I, you know, my initial reaction was my own panic, my own fear, my own concern, like, uh oh, you know, now what am I going to do? Where, where do I go from here? What is the next step? Like, how do I? And um, so all the fear, all the doubts, all of those things that had sort of been distanced came back, you know, all of those, like, can I really make this work? You know, maybe this was never a good idea to begin with. I don't know, like, what I'm going to do now. And basically, you know, it's, it's a matter initially of sort of controlling those emotions, you know, allowing them space because it's important. It's important to be able to process what we're going through. It's important to be able to process and deal with the fact that it is emotional. We aren't robots. And despite the fact that we sometimes feel like we can conquer the world, the reality of it is we're human. And so, you know, we're going to have those feelings and that's okay. But the important thing is to process that, let that pass, and then shift into a different mentality that allows us clarity and focus to move forward. And if we bring this back to Apollo 13 again, there's an amazing epic moment in the movie where all of the people, there's, there's chaos in the mission control because all the people are panicking and they're talking about, you know, oh, there's no way we're going to get them back. Like this particular, like, piece of space equipment wasn't built to do this function and we're not going to be. And Gene Krantz was the mission control person. That's the actual person played by Ed Harris in the movie. And at one point he says, people, let's work the problem. And that's actually a very uh, powerful, simple statement that boils everything down to exactly what you need to do in that given situation. Once you've gone through the feelings, once you've gone through the emotional roller coaster of it, it's really important to be able to just look at it analytically and say to yourself, okay, what can I do here? How can I process this? How can I work through this? What's the best case scenario to make it through this particular situation? And simplify it as much as you can. There may be 12 steps that you need to get to, right? in mission control, they needed to get the astronauts back home. But the initial focus was, okay, um, they're going to be going around the, you know, the, the slingshotting here around the moon, uh, or do we do a direct abort and bring them back? So that's the first question they need to answer. They can't worry about anything else. They have to figure out, is there fuel? Is there time? Is there food? Do they have the resources they need to be able to make it? Once they, once they clear that hurdle, then they have a problem with the oxygen tanks where the carbon dioxide's building up. So while they need to worry about getting them back home, if they don't get the carbon dioxide filtered out of the, of the um, cabin that they're in, they're all going to die anyway because they can't breathe. And so that becomes the next immediate problem. All right, so 
we've got them now on the right trajectory, but now we've got to solve this. If we don't solve this, none of the rest of it matters. Yes, there are still five more steps, but let's focus on this. Let's get the carbon dioxide filtered out, find a way to do that, and then we'll work it through the next thing after the next thing after the next thing. And that's exactly how they broke it down. And when you see all of the steps that went into it and all of the people that were involved in creating the way that this is going to work, they then realized they didn't have enough power to make it back to Earth. So they weren't going to be able to do it. So they got somebody in the simulator to shut off every other system to get down to just the amount of amperage that they needed so they'd have enough power to get back. And so each step they take on and each step they take with laser focus, they work it through. And then when they get to the point that they've got the solution, then they move to the next one. And they communicated the answers to the crew one step at a time. The crew also wanted to know, what's our total plan? Don't worry about that. Do this. This is what we needed to do right now. And they did it one step at a time. Business works exactly the same way. You know, it's, you may have 12 things that you need to do in order to, you know, get through the crisis that you're in. But the fact of the matter is, there's one thing that's more important than the rest of it. Focus on that, work through it. Then turn your attention to the next one. If you have the ability to compartmentalize, you have the ability to hyper-focus on the one thing that's most important right now, that skill will take you a really, really long way in business. And it will help you work through every single problem that you've got. And then, you know, obviously, you, you, we all hope for the moment of triumph. And another, you know, sort of watershed, really iconic moment in the movie, which, you know, supposedly took place in real life too, is, you know, there's a point where even though they've solved a lot of these problems, they're talking about in order for them to make it back and come through the Earth's atmosphere without burning up or skidding off, they have to hit uh, a window that's as thin as a slice of paper with something the size of a basketball. And they're like, you know, this is almost impossible. And everyone's talking about the odds and, you know, what, how, what a disaster it's going to be. And again, Gene Krantz steps up and this shows you the power of great leadership. And what he says is, I beg your pardon, I believe this is going to be our finest hour. And instantly it changes the entire tenor of the room. And everybody goes from negative and doubting and wondering whether it's going to work and feeling like we're going to lose these astronauts and they're going to die and it's going to be a, you know, an international disaster and a catastrophe and all this other stuff. He refuses to even accept that as a possibility. And the minute that he says that, the whole team and everybody's focus totally shifts and they all start to believe that, yeah, this is going to be our finest hour. And sure enough, they do get the astronauts back to Earth. And when you realize what the odds were, and yet the power of the human spirit and the power of the human mind to be able to work through problems and to be able to process things is phenomenal. And so whatever it is, as dark as it may seem, break it up, compartmentalize, process the, the emotional side of it, break it up and focus on what is the one most important thing I need to get through right now to make it to tomorrow. And then what is the one most important thing to get through to make it to the next day? And do that one day at a time at a time. And you'll look up at the end of it 
and be amazed by what you're able to do. And the, the most powerful thing about being able to work through the crisis is the sense of um, belief that it creates in you, the sense of resiliency, of self-reliance, of your ability, your own belief and ability to work through any problem. You know, you see this analogy a lot in sports, actually, too. You will see teams that find a way to lose games. You know, they just can't seem to find a way to get over the hump. Even when they're winning by a lot, they somehow lose. And there, then there are those teams where no matter what the odds are, no matter how much they're down by and how late in the game, they find a way to come back and win. And once they've done that, they do it again and again and again because they now realize they have that collective belief that they're never out of it. And that's the same thing that you want to develop inside yourself and inside your organization if you have a team that you work with. It's super, super powerful. And it's always the best way to work through any kind of crisis or problem. As always, until next time, no matter what it is you want to accomplish in your business, in your life, don't compromise. Optimize.